And welcome back, everyone, to yet another episode of Legends and Libations. I'm here with my co-host, Ross. That's me, yeah. Um, full disclosure, we have been hanging out, but this is more convenient, and technically there's been a quote-unquote spike in the COVID-19 um, cases recently. Yeah, we've definitely seen a big spike in Florida. Probably a number of reasons why, but you know, let's that's, hear it, Doctor uh, Uze. Oh, Doctor Uze, yes. Um, I would say they're testing more, free mm-hmm. tests. Correct, correct. Um, they're not just doing the giant, like stick a giant Q-tip in your brain and see if you have Corona that way. They're doing a little bit simpler tests. Like what? Um, they're also doing the antibody What's the simpler test. test? What's the simpler test? Uh, blood or spit. Yeah, it's usually spit. Very rarely have I seen a blood one. And I've had to do one of those. Um, it's a lot of spit. Well, they did the blood one. They were doing it at the brewery. They did it at the brewery that I'm oh, drinking they're, this week. They're, they're, te- they're checking for antibodies with that. That's the antibody gotcha. test. Yeah, you gotta so, do yeah, you, you do blood for antibody testing. Gotcha. Yeah, so they've been doing a lot more of that. They've been testing for the antibodies a lot more, and that everybody that comes back positive for the antibodies, they're considering positive for coronavirus. So that's correct. Why the are up. Um, yeah, that's true. There's been some hiccups with that, but that's very deep. Deep, maybe deep all of the above yes you're 100 because correct of the phase two opening they're just like um yeah you're gonna see a spike the good news is is um hospital stays are down they kind of took a little bump but they're kind of trending back down uh and the deaths are not going very high yeah. you look for the deaths basically everything you said is gonna do a not an unnatural spike but definitely a skewed spike uh if we had all this information when it first came out this would be a little blip we'd be on a downward trend still i believe but a little blip just my opinion yeah i'm uh one of my colleagues is insisting on herd immunity do you know what herd immunity is yeah pretty much everybody just has to get it you know that or they get vaccinated enough to where it dies off. Yeah. Um, that way you protect the people who are more vulnerable and people who cannot get a vaccine. Yeah, but there's not even a vaccine. That's one no, of the this issues. Is, but th- this is herd immunity in general. Oh, okay, okay. Um, like th- that's the big problem. And I've already decided the next medical one we're gonna do. We're gonna do vaccine myths. Oh yeah. Perfect. And we'll talk about all this. So I don't want to go into a deep dive but it's a big problem right now with the anti-vaccine community. Mm. Um, but we'll talk about that. I don't want to, you know, this is a whole, this is not the topic we're talking about today. Nope. So what are we talking about today? We're talking about something that we just talked about a little bit. Virus myths. Virus not just coronavirus, myths, not just yeah. COVID, not just, you know, whatever you want to call this thing, just viruses in general. Wonderful. I'm very excited because I'm sure there's a lot that people think about that they're like, oh yeah, this and this and that is, uh, you know, 
part of being having a virus and getting it. So don't do this and don't do that. And I can't wait to debunk these myths. If they be a lot of fun. I also want to apologize uh, in advance if anybody hears anything uh, strange. My bulldog decided to come in with me into the room <laughs> to hang out. Yeah. So if you hear it, apologies in advance, but whatever. He's cute. Uh, I'll probably put a picture up on the podcast, like the he Instagram. Is cute. He's um, adorable. He is. Okay. So what you drinking today, Ross? All right. So I talked about the brewery that mm. I'm drinking tonight. Um, did the, the free antibody test, which uh, we wanted to go to, but they filled up really quickly. Um, a it is a sin, semi-local brewery to Central Florida, but a lot of people – this always felt weird, too, side note. Why is Tampa included in Central Florida? Just because it's the middle of the state? I guess so. I always – I never consider Central Florida. I always consider Central Florida, like, the center, center of the state. I consider Tampa the West Coast, Central West – like you know, New yeah. Smyrna, Cocoa is East Coast, but whatever. It's yeah. So anyway, so this brewery is in Tampa slash St. Petersburg, kind of mm. right where that um, margin or merger is. Um, it is Three Daughters Brewing. This has become one of my favorite breweries in Florida. And what are you drinking? So to kick off summer, this is our first like official, I'd say summer uh, recording. The other ones I was working, you're working all the time because you're essential. Um, but <laughs> the other ones I was working, this one I'm just kind of doing some part-time stuff. So this is my summer break uh, orange seltzer. Uh, seltzers are kind of kicking off a lot nowadays, I think, just because people are watching calories and carbs and stuff. So this is zero sugar, 90 calories, and only one carb. That's actually pretty good. I have had it. I love it. We'll discuss your opinion on it later. All right. Let me uh, open it. Hold on. Okay. All right. And you, you didn't notice, use your teeth. That's right. If you notice, I didn't use my teeth. I did that's have to prep it first, though. I had to, like, kind of pry it open a little bit. Awesome. So, well, right. what you got? Hilariously enough. So I'm doing lower carb right now, and I like the seltzer a lot. But I also found another thing by Three Daughters. Doing a, th a Three Daughters night. Three Daughters. Um, it's a floating dock light IPA. And I usually don't do IPAs, but, you know, every so often I will. Uh, only seven carbs in the entire thing. Nice. Is that not a lot? Uh, no, no, no. Uh, some, some beers are uh, about... I think they're upwards of 20 carbs sometimes. Oh. <laughs> All depends. Probably the, the stouts. Yeah, correct. Yeah. <laughs> All right, I'm going to open this one up. So we'll okay. see how it is at the end. Let me see. Let me see what it looks like. It's the, we'll, uh, we'll put pictures up later. Yeah. Oh, but, like, okay, yeah. The yeah. Dock. Okay, yeah. Um, I'm not an IPA fan. I'm, neither am I. I'm going to give us one a shot. Lower carbs. I'm going to try stuff. That's right. Uh, I drink a lot of Mick Ultra for that same reason and all the seltzers. Um, are you ready to talk viruses? Uh, yes. Talk them, not get them. Good call. <laughs> what are some um, misconceptions or things you learned as a kid or even you think now about viruses? The big one I'm thinking of like 
when I remember a kid and I still kind of think about it today is don't be somewhere cold when you're wet. So, yes, we're going to talk about that. Okay. That was always the big one. Like if you, if it's raining outside or something like once you go into a cold building or something, you're going to automatically get sick and catch pneumonia or something like that. Uh, that's probably the biggest one that I'm thinking. Um, Perfect. Yeah. That's kind of a big one. Other ones, you know, I'm not really in depth with virus myths, I guess, because I've just never thought about it. I just kind of trusted what people told me um, about them. But uh, so I don't know what's myth and what's real. Well, you're about to find out. Um, perfect. Being cold and wet makes you more susceptible. Okay. That was the number one thing I remember here. Because what's the thing you heard? You'll catch your death of cold. Yeah. Don't go out of there. You catch your death of cold. Oh. I did uh, not. Nope. No. No. Terrible. I mean, <laughs> used for people in the snow. Like, I'm going to go out in the snow. Oh, like yeah. Han Solo on, on Hoth. Oh, yeah. Um, I could see that. Yeah, Maybe I something like with, like, cold feet. Like, if your feet are wet mm-hmm. and cold or if I'm, like, in yeah. snow. Maybe mm-hmm. I just automatically get a virus. Okay. That is by and far the most common thing to okay. hear about viruses. Um, taking an antibiotic cures the flu or the virus. You know, you I go to the I... doctor and you go, oh, man, I'm like, I got this upper respiratory infection. I'm coughing. I need a Z-pack, which is a zithromycin, which is an antibiotic. A lot of people ask for that. Okay. Yeah, because, okay. okay, here's my thing, uh, too. Viruses can be cured or kind of fixed. Diseases cannot. Like, there's a difference between a virus and a disease. Um, so viruses and mechanism diseases, what you get. Yeah, but no one catches the so COVID, COVID disease. COVID-19 is the disease. Oh. You're catching the coronavirus um strand SARS-2 yes strand correct oh then what there might not be disease is it there's a virus a disease and then there's like one more i can't remember like is cancer considered a disease yeah any type of thing that's not right with your body is a disease okay diabetes is uh obesity is technically a disease okay uh drug addictions so anything that's not right is considered a disease a disease okay Mm -hmm. Okay. All right. Then I was mistaken then. Um, hot weather kills viruses. Okay. That's why, you have... can't get the, that's why you can't get the flu in the summer. Oh, yeah. I did hear that about like the COVID stuff doesn't like hot weather or doesn't like heat. That's why people were like sucking down blow dryers <laughs> for to try and kill their throat bacteria. Oh. Dummies. I know. That I, I know that is not the right way to do it. And then my one of my favorites, essential oils like thieves kill viruses. Okay, interesting. We're going. You full, heard of that? We're going full Karens here. Hey, allegedly it works. Allegedly, let's go. <laughs> All right. We got to start off with the basic definition like we always do. Okay. What's a virus? 
bacteria unhomely uh, to the human body or the carrier, the host. Um, so like something that's foreign to, uh, to the host or the carrier. Uh, bacteria is also foreign. Is it the same as a virus? Um, mm, I'm going to go with yes. Okay. So basically they're all microorganisms. Okay. And, you know, of the bacteria, fungi, yeast, uh, viruses are kind of in this this, um, invasive species of bad guys. Um, Bacteria much larger than the virus. Virus are micro, microscopic. They're tiny, tiny. Gotcha. Um, Best way I can describe it is if a giant pool was a bacteria, one of those little floaty butt balls mm-hmm. is a virus. It's that small. Okay. Mm-hmm. Gotcha. Um, they are these weird little vessels are different. So bacteria are only like little microorganisms. They have the same things as most of our cells do. They have uh, mitochondria, a nucleus, cell wall, cell membrane, all the stuff. Viruses are different. Viruses, my favorite uh, virus looking one is looks like a diamond and then it has like a bunch of little um, pointy the, feet. Yeah, it has the leg, like the stem yeah. and then the legs. I cannot believe you remember that. Did you watch Osmosis Jones or something? Maybe a long time ago, I did <laughs> for sure. You taught me about that. I did. Um, so in the little diamond is where they keep their information. Uh, either comes as RNA or DNA. Do you know what those are and the difference DNA. between them? DNA is like your makeup. Like what are you made of? Like Do you know what it stands for? Um, oh, man. My high school chemistry teacher is going to kill me. Or biology. Um, DNA is, nope, clueless, drawing a blank, dihedric, dioxy, dioxy, neurotic, (laughs) (laughs) nucleic, yes, acid, acid, yeah, okay, and then what is the RNA stand for? Riboid? Did you look it up? No. Is that it? Ribonucleic acid. Ribo. So deoxyribonucleic acid. The difference is dye two. So there's two strands. It looks like a ribbon. So you have... Looks like a ladder. A twisted ladder. Yeah. Well, the RNA is half the ladder. Oh. And we have some of that. We have some of that in our system too. mRNA, RNA. This is a whole new... Yeah. It's like a radius and a diameter. Diameter is the whole thing. Radius is half. Hmm, that's very well put. Also a D and an R. Look at you. So, there you go. For all you um, like-minded people out there. So when a virus gets yeah, a virus gets in, it invades um, cells. There are two phases for all viruses, and one of them just has one, one has the other. 
um, the lytic phase where it goes in and it injects itself into the cell and puts its DNA or its RNA in there. And then the cell starts making the, that, that one. It kind of hijacks it. It's the factory gets a change of plans. And are you following? You look a little yeah. confused. No, I'm just trying to pay. I'm trying to really like, I'm picturing it. Gotcha. Like picturing and then, it. then that cell dies and then the, the virus makes itself and they keep replicating, keep replicating, replicating. Um, the other phase is called lysogenic, which where it goes dormant. It hides. Um, can you think of any viruses that remain dormant and hide forever? Um, chicken pox. Two big ones. Oh, good job. And um, not measles because we don't have necessarily measles anymore. A lot of people have this. Is it acne? Oh. Um, give me a hint. Uh, let's see. You're pointing to your lip, so I'm going cold sore. <laughs> yeah, you know what? What's another name for it? Herpes. There you go. Good job. Perfect. Look I at hate you. that it's called herpes. Um, it's a cold sore or what's the other word for it? Fever blister. Fever blister. Yep. Which I get them, but mm -hmm. I get them after I get sick mm -hmm. and after I don't sleep for a long time. Like if I go on like three or, or four days of no out. sleep. Or if I'm stress. stressed out. Yep. But I'm usually not sleeping because I'm stressed out. No, so okay. that kind so of works hand in hand. We're going to talk about that a little bit later. So remember that. Okay. <laughs> um, All right. So you got the little DNA, RNA piece of the... It's, infl say, it's infiltrated the cell. Infiltrated of, the cell. It's making its own thing. It kills the cell. It makes the keys replicate in its own guy. So How is it replicating? Is it kind of like, does the cell bump into the other cell? And then no, it the cell, the cell it? explodes, and all thing that's left is the, oh, the DNA. The RNA okay. DNA kind of makes itself up from that. Yeah, that's it's crazy. kind of like the wasp that injects itself in the caterpillars, yeah. and it you know has so similar to that. Yeah, that's crazy. Um, so if this was a case, everybody would have viruses and they would die. How do you kill off a virus? White blood cells. Are like yeah. the army. They're like stronger army. They're fighting all these bad things. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Perfect. There you go. How do the white blood cells work? No idea. Let's back up a step right quick. Uh, okay. There's several of your body's, not external, yeah, kind of external defense mechanisms. Um, the hair in your nose, if you breathe something in, your eyelashes, it catches on that. It gets whisked away. Uh, your stomach acid. So if you eat something, usually your stomach acid just like demolishes it. But let's just say it gets through and gets into your blood system. Your white blood cells. I am blown away. I'm very happy you knew that. I was a little worried you wouldn't. No. Um, That's why they get worried about people that have low white blood cell counts. Because then you don't have like, you yep. know, people to fight off these viruses. Yeah, lymphocytes, yeah, the antibodies. It's pretty cool how it works. So your lymphocytes are always making these white blood cells and it's kind of a lock and key. And these white, these antibodies, these white blood cells will come up and they'll try to connect with the virus. And it'll, okay, um, a good example would be like if the virus is V-shaped at a point 
and the first white blood cell goes is circular shape and it can't do it. Other one's square, doesn't get it. And they keep doing it and doing it and doing it, and they go, boom, I got a I got a open V to your point. Boom, kills a virus, and it goes, Hey, this is it. And then it starts making a whole bunch of those, whole bunch of those. Gotcha. And the cool thing is it stays there forever. Nice. So it that's why you that for, pattern. Yeah, that's why you hear I'm immune to that. That's basically yeah. immunity. Is that you were exposed to it, you killed it off, you got the replica, the winning formula to kill it if it ever comes back that's how vaccines work um jonas salk had the idea of taking something weakened or dead and you give it to yourself and your body starts doing that thing without a very active virulent virus to start wiping people off the earth like okay well if it's dead or dying it's a lot easier to, yeah. to get your body to find it and your body figures out how to kill the really dead stuff. So once the real thing comes, mm -hmm. it just already knows the pattern. Oh, this is that really stupid, weak thing. We can beat it again. Yep. And you've already got like, you've already got the pattern and several of them floating around waiting. Yep. So it happens sooner. That's why if you're exposed to something, you might be sick for a day or two. Um, I don't want to, never mind. I'm not going to get the vaccine thing. Yeah, that's nice. I am time. very excited about it because there's something along the lines of that. I'm very okay, excited. Okay, cool. Um, Do you need bacteria to have a virus? No. They're okay. totally different things. So a virus could just be in liquid or in the air or whatever. And then mm -hmm. it just, you inhale just the virus. Oh, it's everywhere. It's floating around. Hmm? Gotcha. It's on, it's on this microphone. Um, it's floating around the earth. It's just what if you if it gets past those defense levels. Gotcha. Uh, <laughs> have you ever gotten the flu vaccine? Uh, yes, I get it every year. Okay, so do I. Um, have Reluctantly. you ever gotten the Have you ever gotten the flu? <laughs> have you gotten the flu? Watch getting the flu vaccine. I have never gotten the flu after getting the flu vaccine. And I only say that I reluctantly get it because I just don't like needles. Oh, uh, that's true. Not that I'm anti-vax, just that I don't like needles. But I've, it, it's not that bad. It's mm -hmm. not that bad. Usually I get a lollipop after. Um, oh, my goodness. Or I treat myself to a beer. That sounds... And some, and some cheese. <laughs> yeah, and cheese. Beer and cheese. <laughs> sounds good to me. Um... I've never gotten the flu from it. This will be something for later on, but you're very lucky because some people do get it afterwards because what the CDC does is they go back to the year before and try to figure out the pattern because the influenza virus mutates so insanely fast that it's hard to keep up with it. Um, flu season, they kind of go, okay, our best guess was what we had last time. Let's try to make replicate it as best as they try to predict going forward because it is an RNA. It's a single strand. And what happens is mutations happen in viruses like crazy because they're, you know, they're invading a certain, they're invading a host organism, host cell. They're not doing it themselves. They're having somebody else do it. So there's going to be mistakes here and there. Uh, RNA is only one strand. So the chance of it mutating is a lot higher. Does that make sense? Mutating into something that we don't even know or mutating into... No, no, into... no. Mutating into a different style that we can't... That gotcha. They didn't predict. The point, and being the point, it would be more rounded. Yeah. 
just a hair. So it's like, okay, well, that's not the same one. So they try to predict it, and sometimes they're mm-hmm. wrong. Okay. Nope, they're not wrong a lot, but it is. Yeah. They try. It's all about you try to save those who can't defend themselves. Yeah. Um, another good example is the human immunodeficiency virus or HIV. Okay. It's also a retrovirus, but it keeps mutating on a vaccine. That's why we've never been able to find a cure for it or a vaccine for it. It's because it's always mutating. Um, the antiviral, the retro antivirals that they have basically stops it from continuing to mutate. Is that, is HPV a different strand of that? Well, uh, papillomavirus is a different thing. Those are warts. Okay. Yeah. Gotcha. Mm. That's a good question, though. Um, like I said before, antibiotics cannot kill a virus. And people who, and this is where my personal opinion soapbox time of online reviews of doctors has tainted medicine. Let's say you have a dry cough, a fever for about a three, four days. You go to your doctor. Hey, I think I have a, uh, I think I have something wrong. I think I'm sick. Okay, you have a virus. It's going to run its course. Uh, hydrate, rest, sleep. Don't talk. Don't go to anybody else. Just take it easy. Yeah. A lot of people leave angry. They want to be given what's called a Z pack, which is a azithromycin, which is really good for upper respiratory bacterial infections. Yeah. Uh, the way antibiotics work is they attack the cell wall, cell membrane, uh, replication process of bacteria. They target bacteria, not viruses. It's a whole different ballgame. There are uh, very few antivirals, and all it does is stop it from – it kills it off. It doesn't kill it off forever. example is uh, hu- uh, herpes simplex or it, herpes. Um, you can take – Valtrex, Recyclovir, and what it does is it stops the infection. It kind of kills off there, but it doesn't kill them off because they're they're hiding out due to that lysogenic phase that they live in. So it's just the the medicine they give them is just kind of searching and looking around, but they can't find it because it's just kind of hiding or dormant. Yeah, exactly. They, they they go and they hide in the um, the nerve cells of your mouth and your face. Mm. So they're just. So you can't go in there. It's very interesting. So, but the problem that I noticed is a lot of people will leave angry. They go, this guy didn't give me any medication. People like to have medication. They leave a doctor's office. Even if they don't need it, it makes them feel better. Um, and you can't give a placebo. That's unethical. <laughs> well, it, I mean, I feel like anything just to help the immune system would be good. Mm-hmm. You know, like here, go take this emergency <laughs> or like go, Sit out in the sun, get some vitamin D a little bit. They've actually shown that vitamin C emergency does not kill the virus. No, I know it absolutely doesn't, but it it, it makes doesn't you even drink do... water. Yes, makes you drink water, which hydrates you. And I think the vitamin C just kind of helps not beat the virus because vitamin C, the sugar packets that you get in the emergency and stuff like that, is not going to help fight anything. It just, I think it helps hydrate you and it gives you some vitamins that you would not normally get if you're just like doing nothing or sitting in bed. Or eating oranges. You never ate an orange before? Uh, Vitamin C is everywhere. Yeah. That's a a whole other topic. They've shown that most vitamins don't do anything. 
It's just very expensive urine after the fact. Gotcha. Certain people have like like lower uh, like postmenopausal women women after you know certain age they have lower vitamin D levels. All right, let's just go ahead and tackle the top one. Cold and wet makes you have the virus or get sick of anything bacterial or. Uh, the whole idea is that you get cold, it lowers your immune system, and allows the virus, the bacteria, to get in and make you ill. Do you think this is true? So that kind of relates to the whole like bacteria or let's say uh, viruses don't like heat. Mm-hmm. So if it doesn't like heat, then it thrives in cold environments. So you're more likely to get this virus in a cold environment while being wet because wet kind of makes you even more cold. It brings your body mm-hmm. temperature up. So mm-hmm. is my mother right or wrong? Your I'm not sure. Dead wrong. Okay. I figured she's that lying, I figured it was an absolutely old wrong. wives tale. It is. I'm not really sure uh, how it, where it came from. Uh, I, I knew this back in undergrad because there was a study in England where they offered students a bonus to do certain things. You got five points to your final grade. If you sat out, you know, bundled up in the middle of the snow, you know how cold England gets, bundled up in the snow for an hour. That okay. was it. And I'm making up the random point system, but it's like 10 points if you wore shorts and a t-shirt. So you're a little bit colder, but you're wearing something. Yeah. Um, I think it was like basically no jacket, shorts or t-shirt, no shirt. And then the people who probably got an instant A would have water poured on them repeatedly for during the hour. That's crazy. And they went home, they, they monitored them. And the people who got wet, not a single one of them got sick. Hmm. I, I could see like an immune system breaking down in that. Why? Like, because you have to re- resort or like give all your resources of like staying alive and staying warm to every part of your body that doesn't mm. want to fall off in the cold. And so you have to like send all the resources to healing that part. So mm-hmm. if you catch a virus, you're less likely to beat the virus because your your white blood cells and your immunity system is trying to fight off all the outside stuff coming interesting so idea it actually is found that your white like your white blood cells they go up because because you're under mm. attack um something you mentioned earlier is the biggest cause of lowering your uh antibodies and your white blood cells and your defense mechanisms lack of sleep and stress yeah good job wonderful um, it is that type of thing helps lower. That's why, like you said, you get the cold sore whenever that happens. Um, a lot of things will happen because like, oh, I was stressed out and then you get sick. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I could definitely see that. I mean, I've been stressed out a lot, you know, sometimes, and then I get sick all of a sudden and you're just like, it just mm-hmm. keeps adding on and adding on. Like, what's the have, point of anything? I do have a theory about where it came from though. Okay. Probably from the same grandmother that was like, don't eat after 30 minutes of being in the pool. <laughs> Probably that same woman. It's got it's to be. Because it was just like very random. I don't know where it came from. 
Um, I don't know. After you eat that ham sandwich with Doritos on white bread. Mm. <laughs> what? That hits hard. I'm sorry. The der- oh, of course, never okay. mind. Never mind. White bread. I, white bread. I know. I know. Ham, ham, cheese, Dorito, Doritos, and Doritos on the sandwich. On top of the sandwich or in Solid. the sandwich? In it. Solid. I know. I was gonna say why, and then I. It's you. Texture. You don't have to. You don't have to mess around with Ross uh, Boyle. You don't have to mess around with putting your hands in the chip bag. You just eat it all in once. And then you gotta, wait gotta have a crunch. You gotta have a crunch. Have a crunch. And then you gotta wait fifteen <laughs> to thirty minutes to get in the pool again. Because you'll cramp, which is a whole nother episode. That's we did. Not, we've talked about that before. I know. And it's a big totally one. Not true. Uh, <laughs> um, all right. So they entered, they did the uh, they did the college students, and the cold ones didn't get mm-hmm. sick fascinating to me and i was and that kind of changed the way i looked at it but i'll still have people this day kind of go even my parents don't go out there you're cold i'm like i'm just gonna run to the car no you're gonna get you're gonna get cold yeah no i won't there's nothing to do with it yes it does no it doesn't because it's been ingrained in you for so long it's kind of hard to go you know everything you heard that was a lie yeah. a lot of people not a lot of people hopefully there's more people that can go I, this is a thing I believe. Is it true? Dig into it. Yes, it's true. No, it's not true. Yeah, but I mean, the other way around that is you're not going to, like, am I, if my kid wants to go play out in the cold and the wet rain, like, am I going to stop him or no. let him go? Mm-hmm. Maybe let him go because I know he doesn't have a chance of getting sick. Mm-hmm. Is that why? You let him go so he burns the engine and drive you crazy. So you can play your Red Dead Redemption 2 or 4 or 5 by the time. I don't know. By the time, yeah. I have to play 3 or 4. On to the next one. Um, Hot weather kills it. You know what flu season is? Uh, I would say flu season is anytime it's cold. So October through January or February. Or is it a wow. semi semi annual sale flu season? Oh, that would be great. But no, so you were very close. It's okay. December to, to February. Oh wow, it's only three months. Mm-hmm. Um, quote unquote flu season. Quote unquote flu season. Gotcha. And the whole prevailing theory is kind of goes with the whole cold. That yeah. You know, I did a little bit of research just to double check. There was one guy that said, oh, the heat, you know, denatures that protein around the virus. And eh, not really true. Why is it flu season? So it's different for you and me here in Florida. It was a little more in Louisiana, but we don't live where this is like the issue. Yeah. Um, how does coronavirus, COVID-19, how does that spread? Um, or like orally. So it has to be near your nose or your mouth. And um, what's the one thing you're supposed to be practicing? Social distancing. So yeah. a, a space between mm-hmm. you and the virus. You know, the whole say it, don't spray it thing. Yeah. That's basically why. Cause whenever you, you spit out that the virus, um, suffering succotash. Exactly. I always think about, uh, him when I think of that 
<laughs> Pretty much. So the real reason is, and this is also something I learned in, in college, mind-blowing, is it has nothing to do with heat or cold, obviously the cold situation. It has to do with proximity. And it's very hard for people in the South to understand, especially in Florida, mm-hmm. um, because it is always summer or spring here. Yeah. Very rare to get cold enough that you need a hoodie. I think I own four or five hoodies. I don't know why. And a jacket. I don't know why. I'm going to use it for literally a week. I remember when I went to Miami for school, I showed up with a couple of the hoodies. And the guy I was rooming with goes, send them back or throw them out. You're not going to need them for like a day. (laughs) And he was dead on accurate. Yeah. The issue is flu season is flu season because of proximity to other people. And the problem is, is up north, it's cold as hell. It is freezing cold. You run from building to building because it's snowing and it's like negative 20 degrees and your face is going to freeze. So you just all huddle up together and drink at the bar in close proximity. proximity. Versus us here, uh, some people are inside, some people are outside, some people are drinking on the porch. We're outside enjoying ourselves. They all huddle together. It's like, oh man, you know what? You know what? Let's go. Let's go longboarding. Let's go rollerblading, whatever you want to do. Um, we're outside there. there it, I mean, you can go ski, but nobody like they have to skiing. be inside. Yeah. Yeah. Like Cleveland, you ain't going skiing. You're going to sit there and drink and wish you didn't live in Cleveland. <laughs> um, yeah, my brother lived there and it's, I went there for an interview. It was like late April, like April 28th. And it snowed the day before I got there. Oh my so, God. I came so unprepared. I showed up. I was like, I'm gonna wear pants for the flight. It for I froze to death, just getting to like to the air to the hotel. And I was like, Yeah, I ain't coming here. I like the cold. <laughs> I like the cold, but no. Okay, I like some cold. I like some cold. I wish it was a little bit colder than here. I don't like snow, and the fact that if it snowed, snowed, not cold, snowed, pretty much in May. What does that say about November to? march the, the snowing season yeah i mean that's that's their longer flu season so it has a mm-hmm. higher chance of because because, because you, you you drive through the snow after work mm-hmm. and you go and hang out with your buddies or whatever and you you're all clumped together because you're cold and it's, um that is why so people think that the flu or the colds or whatever virus mm. is spreading in colder climates is because of the cold that like Correct. oh so you know don't it's cold i got you can't go out there but it's cold you're yeah you'll you'll catch a fever if you go out in the cold or something like that but it's actually due to proximity yes because you're just, you're just you and you and like yeah you and a lot of people are like all because like a lot of times here um you've been to new york the revolving yep. doors yep that's so the cold doesn't get in but it also keeps everything mm-hmm. in it kind of keeps it all Hold together, and you can't pull air from the outside because it's all cold, so it's all recirculated air that everybody's getting. Well, one that thing I noticed too, they always have two doors to the entrance, mm-hmm. so there's always a one door, and then like that door closes, and then you usually take off your coats and the like the little area, and then you can walk into the restaurant. Yeah, exactly. I see, it's hundred percent. That is so. Basically, what you have is. You have a little incubator of this virus just spraying around, just yep. circulating. That is why 
churches are an issue, big gatherings are an issue for this whole COVID-19 issue is because um, recirculating air. Um, yeah. Airlines are using HEPA filters now. I mean, we're coming out with reasons to do it, but that is why. It's not because of cold. Uh, quick Cle- Cleveland aside, I was debating whether I go to Miami or uh, Cleveland for school. And I okay. turned on this uh, Bone Thugs and Harmony video with Akon. <laughs> oh, and it's this guy who um, gets mistaken for somebody else in Cleveland by a cop and they're chasing and they're running through the snow and he's like pushing them through and he's like sinking to above his waist, like mid chest and pushing through. And I'm like, yeah. And then I'm like, where is that? And in one of the lines of the song, he says, I wish that I, ca- I, I can't shake this part of Cleveland. And I was like, nope, I am not going there now. Because <laughs> I'm like you, I like it cool. I like it a little bit cooler, of course. Yeah. Um, that's why I like California. Heavy. Oh, that's why California is so expensive. Uh, it's just so much snow I can't deal with. That yeah. is why. I don't hate Cleveland. Cleveland's a great city. Uh, it is fine in the summer. It is not fine in the winter. Changed my mind. Uh, <laughs> because uh, if you go out west of the Rockies, you can go climb and hike and snowboard. You can't do anything there. Uh, <laughs> anyway, that was a big bombshell that I thought was fascinating. That is a pretty big deal. That. It is not the it's flu season because people like to huddle together on the northern climate. It's hard for us to wrap our heads around. It's hard for people in the south to wrap their heads around. I mean, it did get cold in Louisiana. I mean, it snowed twice while I was growing up there. Yeah, maybe twice. But it gets cold. But it doesn't get it, – Is the weather fluctuates enough to where it's warm enough to where you're out and about. Yeah. That's why in Florida, you know, it's – we don't have a giant flu season – but you also get flu during the summer here a little bit more because people hang out, congregate more in the summer because they go to the beach and whatnot. Yeah. It's all about proximity, baby. And there all these people like, oh, you can't tell me where to go and what to do. No, like the, this is like the evidence. The evidence shows that closer to people, the higher chance you get of having it. Yeah. I mean, and Florida is, I think phase, we're in phase two, right? Mm-hmm. So... That I thought they were, we're phase of reopening. I thought it was phase three. No, I don't think we're that far yet. No. We're not at 75%. We're still at 50. I don't know. But it seems like we're at 100% because everyone's freaking catching it now. Well, because people don't want to listen because they're just, no. we're too smart for our own goods. Um, that's the vaccine episode two is going to be killer. Yeah. A lot of these things drive me crazy. And Hopefully is, not killer. Vaccines are supposed to help, Josh. They are. Uh, <laughs> good point. Um, we're going to talk essentials in a second, but I'm going to go and discuss the current issue. What? What's so funny? Raises I thought my friend would never tell me. We're going to talk essential oils in a second. <laughs> Wait a minute. You don't use the thieves and the orange and the lavender? Oh, the only thing I use oils for? Mm-hmm is uh, two things one i used to burn them that's not oil you that's that's that's, uh, incense and no you burn essential oils yeah 
You put them in a little like a, you don't burn oh, them, burn the them. Diffuser. Them, the diffuser. It's the diffuser. Yeah. You know He's I mean. water with it. And also all of the antibacterial like uh, potions we've been getting from the breweries that are like 90% ethanol. Yes. The, the essential oils help break down the smell of the moonshine. That's a good point. It is funny in my office. Um, we're getting a whole lot of like uh, those rubbing out. They, all that like like it smells so awful. Awesome. Like they so got this from a brewery or distillery. It's like How do you shine. know? Because it smells like warm grain. It smells like yeah. warm baby food. Yeah. Um, so we'll talk essential oils in a little bit, but first, uh, I have refrained from going on tangents about this recently. But we're going to okay. talk masks. Okay. And we're going to talk gloves. Good. Okay. Actually, I'm very um, curious about this, so that's good. Okay. Which one do you want to talk about first? Oh, definitely masks. Okay, perfect. Because that's the one that I think is affecting most people. Okay. So some of the things you're about masks are um, you can get CO2 poisoning if you wear a mask for long enough. It's not effective. The cloth masks are not effective as, as the N95 mask or as the, the paper surgical mask. Um, the most effective thing is social distancing keeping away from people just keep your distance you can see people keep your distance you gotta be all up on them um shaking hands is dead i think maybe forever maybe i mean shaking hands yes mm-hmm. but i don't know about like fist bumps and stuff like that so what people are doing fist bumps recently uh the elbows a thing the yeah. stupid tiktok hey nah 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 stupid foot bump thing oh I don't even know that. I don't Sorry. have top. I, I have dignity. Neither do, neither do I, <laughs> but it pops up on the Instagram. And I just want to go like scream at some people. Um, it doesn't matter what kind of mask you wear. N95 is the most effective one because it's double layered, but you have to have okay. a nice seal. And it's, uh, anytime I get approached to the hospital, I have to wear one of those masks, N95 masks, the duckbill ones, which is the orange one. It looks like a duckbill. Okay. Or called a tortoise shell, which is the one that a lot of painters wear. Yeah. More round. Does it have uh, the little window in the front? Some do, some don't. Okay. My don't because they, they, you throw them away afterwards. Gotcha. Those okay. are, you can change those out. Gotcha. And then they have you, they put a hood on you and they have you read this this statement, this weird statement, but basically it kind of makes your mouth move in a bunch of different ways. And they spray this weird smelling stuff and they want to, and if you smell it or taste it, it broke the seal and you can't, you can't wear it. This is every time you go into the hospital? No, no, no. This is like to get fitted for it. When you first get hired oh, on or privileges, okay. they want to say, Hey, this is the type you should wear. Gotcha. Like, I can't wear the duck bill. The duck bill, my cheeks are too big or fat i don't know i have very chubby cheeks your beard probably doesn't help either even before the beard the the, the cheeks just do not allow a lot of like surface but so the tortoise shell works just fine even okay. with the beard. um it's, it's double layered and it's meant to protect there's not a whole lot of them some people have them it's meant to be like airtight and a lot of people get some headaches because it's a lot of pressure um, it's only used in certain situations, like before surgery, if you're going to be intubating the patient, they make you use that. That's where you put the tube down their throat to make them go to yeah. sleep for surgery. Anytime you're dealing with somebody who might have it, they want you to wear it. Uh, other than that, the surgical mask or paper mask, uh, work is basically, it's like any type of like way that when you spray the, the they go, oh, it doesn't work. Yeah. But if I'm talking to you with a mask on and you, you talk to somebody and they can like say it, don't spray it. Like they spit on you. Like a little, you feel a little, sp- Particles hit you, 
and inside you're going, I want to wipe it off, but I don't want to offend this person. Have you yeah. ever had that happen? Yep. Have you ever had that with a, with a mask? It doesn't really happen. It Mm-mm. catches a lot of that stuff. And a lot of the virus is carried on those water particles or the spit particles. Spit, yeah. Yeah. So anything works. More, the more layers, the better. A filter inside the, the cloth mask works. But basically what you're doing is you're wearing the mask to limit what gets out. And you're staying far away when it's not a big deal. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, even if ours are not tight enough, does it still? Yeah. Well, it goes up instead of going out. Like you're basically like, okay. you're going, like, you're like, like that once that one stupid guy, the COVID-19. I blow with the wind of God. That dude, I forgot his name. Oh yeah. 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 The pastor. <sighs> yeah. He's like spraying COVID everywhere. So when you breathe, it kind of goes up, but it's not, it's not heavy where it's like breathing out. Like you're, yeah. it, so it just catches. Well, and then um, if it catches, that's why they don't want you touching your face because then I'll touch it and then put it on. I'm, I'm totally getting to that. So. Remember what you said, where the viruses live, live everywhere and you can get caught on stuff. Yeah. And what the problem that people have is like, and you'll see it, they're like, they'll touch them, move their mask. Like, oh, it's not their fit right. And they'll move it. <laughs> or they'll take it off like this and they'll go and they'll wipe their face down. It's like, oh my, Stop. You're defeating that. the purpose almost. Exactly. So if you have the ear loop ones, you just want to hook the ear loop and, and pull it down like that and pull it away from you. Um, you do not need to wear the mask while you're by yourself in the car. If you're away from other people, you don't have to wear it. But what gets people is they touch, they touch the mask and they touch their face somewhere, yeah. their eyes or their nose or their mouth, and then they can get it. So basically you've just undone what you did. Um a study out of Korea had people with a virus influenza cough into a different mask and they found that the, the particles were pretty much nothing for the 95 uh, 0.2 for the surgical mask and like 0.4 or three or four for the cloth mask. That's not a lot because most of it stays there. What happens is if you touch it the wrong way and you can contaminate something else. So that's why you want to be very careful. Like you want to avoid touching it. Are ours cloth? Yes. Okay. But you can get a filter. I got some filters we can get you. Yeah. Um, but you know, it's a good example is, you know, when you do surgery, the, the doctor wears a mask and that's for a couple of reasons. That's because if you, if any blood gets sprayed, it doesn't get in their mouth or anything mm. like that. But another reason is like, when they're breathing, they're like, like, <sighs> Yeah, they're breathing into the open like wound mm, yeah it's gonna make it it'll make it um infected if it wasn't effective yeah it's effective. giving it new bacteria that it might not yeah be exactly so if it wasn't effective it wouldn't everybody would be having an infection after surgery yeah i mean there's other, other reasons to get it but if that was the case every person would have it and that's not the case so therefore any type of, any type of mask is effective yeah. uh, you just want some barrier between your stank breath and the person in front of you yeah, and the, the biggest thing they've noticed is you touch the freaking mask. Do not touch your mask. Touch the ear loops. Touch around it. Do not touch the mask in front of you. I got to be a little bit better about that. It's hard. It's hard. We're not so we as Westerners, Americans, are not used to it, um, and that's why you get a lot of pushback from people like, "Oh, I know my body, my choice." Blah yep. blah blah. It is not about that. It is about a common courtesy so that you do not, um, you know, bring it home to some loved one who cannot defend themselves. My dad it, is one of those people. 
I had the I, I had the conversation with him. This is what I told him. I said, Dad, if you don't know if a girl has an STD or not, are you still going to use a condom? And he's what like, Well, of course. I said, Yeah, you don't want to take the chance of getting that STD if you know she has it or not. Mm-hmm. I said, So you're going to wear a condom regardless. Mm-hmm. And he's like, Oh, yeah, you're right, you're right. And the other analogy I used was, you know, if we're both naked and I pee on you, how much urine do you get on you? A hundred percent, right? If we're next to each other and you have pants on and I don't, your likelihood of it getting on your leg is like 50%. And then if we're both wearing pants, then it, the likelihood is like 10% or 0%. Mm-hmm. So just wear them just to make sure that you're not getting any pee on you and you're not... Why are you peeing on, on your else. dad? I'm not peeing on my dad. <laughs> and I'm definitely not giving my dad an STD. But <laughs> that's the point. That's the analogy. That's why they're called analogies. I like it. I said I'd give you a hard time, man. It was, it was Those are actually perfect. Um, quick aside, you know, the world's kind of on fire right now. And what I'm hearing a lot, and it makes me sad, is a lot of quid pro quo. I don't want to do it. I don't have to do that. Or, you know, look at these stats with the cop issues. At the end of the day, Louis CK said it perfectly to his, one of his kids on his show, Louie was, you know, she goes, Oh, she got more. And he's like, you never look at the other person's bowl and make sure, see if they have more than you. You look at the other person's bowl, make sure they have enough. Mm-hmm. And if they have enough, it's okay. And yeah. the fact is that you should be doing this type of stuff to look from the other person's perspective um, to make sure the other person, you know, granted you and I, if we get it, we'll heal up just fine for the most part. Yeah. The problem you take it to somebody who's a type one diabetic or a type two diabetic or anybody on chemotherapy or, or some type of that's allergic to the stuff that's helping, you know? <laughs> yeah. Or, or COPD or, you know, emphysema, some, an asthmatic stuff like that. Yeah. They, yeah. they can't take the medication. They can't, if the, when the vaccine comes out, they can't take the vaccine because of an egg white issue or something. The fact that you are willing to put that person at risk shows that you're a very selfish person. Yeah. Just because you don't want to wear a mask in public mm-hmm. for 10 minutes. Um, worst case scenario, you have protected someone from dying. Best case scenario, you've been inconvenienced for a couple of months. Yeah. And I will say nothing, and you need to add this to your list of nothing better. It's popping off that mask at the end of a day of wearing it. The air is like ice cold. <laughs> It is beautiful. It is so crazy. I can imagine that you do not take your mask off all day. Uh, I used to in between, but then it became like a big issue because people kind of pop in and out. And I just leave it on because that way I'm not messing with it as much. But uh, I rarely take it off. Um, If I got to drink some water or some coffee, I will. But no, it's probably the, like in my work day, it's on 90% of the time. And if I'm in the hospital, 100%. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I, if I walk, I wear an N95 to walk around, but I do surgery, I like hold my breath, pop the N95 mask off, put the surgical one on because the pressure is too much to do for surgery. Yeah. Um, that is the mask one. Did you learn a lot about masks on this one? Uh, I- you have a better yeah, understanding i do yeah i have a better understanding i've done my own research just to make mm-hmm. sure i was you know you I see the people online that are 
against it and for it. And I'm like, well, let me do my own research. So, like I said, the end of the day, most people are not looking out for themselves. I mean, you know, you might go to the hospital, you might be sick for a week, but at the end of the day, you're protecting someone else. It is, you're looking out for your fellow man. And if you're not going to do that, you're selfish. Yeah. Shame on you. Um, the next one, this is overkill. Gloves. How do you see wearing gloves? It drives me crazy. I know. It's so funny looking to see like pe- the gloves that people wear mm-hmm. too. And it's like, you, that's not doing anything. You'll see people with like garden gloves, like <laughs> the gardening, gardening ones, but they'll mm. cut the tips of the fingers off so they can still use their cell phones. Oh, and with the, the one that I always... Oh God. I have never seen that. That is a new one for me. The ones I always like to watch are the people at Walmart or the store and they um, they'll have their gloves on and they'll take, they'll like bite a finger <laughs> with their mask. They'll pull the mask down. With yeah. their, they'll touch the mask. They'll bite their finger and they'll pull it off to play on their cell phone. Yeah. And it's like you basically just give it. The reason we wear gloves is for cross contamination. Um, I wear gloves when I'm examining patients, so I don't get something from them or give them something. Um, you know, I'll be touching their nasty open wound or you know, yeah, surgical incision. Uh, so, but I will burn through gloves like crazy. I'll put it on and I'll, I'll I, you know, I'll do my thing. And if I need to go put it back on to give them a shot, uh, I'm not going to contaminate them. But I'm not going to like leave it on and I go open the drawer and go grab something because whatever bacteria or viruses is on my glove. I'm going to put it on that and it's going to be contaminated. And that's the problem right now. Like, you know, you, you grab your, Oh, look at this. Uh, three daughters. Oh, that's cool. You get your gloves on. You put it back down and you go, you have gloves on, you go to the next thing. And let's say that had the coronavirus on it and you go to the next thing and grab it. You just transferred it. You keep transferring yep. stuff. And some poor sap who's not wearing gloves is going to grab it. Um, but what kills is most people do, like you said, they cut the tips off or they touch it with their face. They touch the, they cross the camera, they, they touch something and they take it off and they touch the same thing again. You've basically undone yeah. what you're supposed to do. That's why I see people like when they get home from the grocery store, they'll like wipe down everything they get, boxes mm-hmm. of cereal or Coke cans or whatever mm-hmm. with Lysol wipes. And I'm just like, yeah. but you just like, what did you use to put it in the car? What did you use? You know, exactly. It, and the gloves that you touched in the store touched your steering wheel. When you go somewhere else, just to go pick up the mail down the street or something, you're going to drive and touch the steering wheel. How often do you clean your phone? I do it at least once a month. You probably should do it. Every, anytime you go out, you should do it every day. Okay. Cause you touch it, you know, like you like you're touching it all the time. Yeah. Um. My the funniest one I saw was I gave a lady an injection and she was wearing gloves and she was like it hurt, and she started to cry and she took her gloved hands and she would touch it and she started wiping her eyes like oh, and I was like oh. Did you yell at her? I said don't do it. yeah. She was already upset because she was in pain. Um. But I try to educate as many people I can. Some people don't want to hear it. Some people, it's like a good placebo. It's like a good uh, Linus from Peanuts, like a good yeah. security blanket. Like, I feel like I'm protected. Yeah. And I have some people with advisors. Um, it's overkill. The best thing you can do is don't touch your face. And anytime you touch something, you either use the alcohol that smells like warm baby food or warm grain or beer. And 
always wash your hands. Anytime you think about it, wash your hands. Anytime you're going to do something, you wash your hands. Uh, I see, I wash my hands a lot. And it's always funny when I hear, like when I first started going, people go, wash your hands. And I would always say, did you not before? Or people were doing before. Were you just not washing your hands before? Yeah. I'm more freaked out about that than this virus sometimes. Disgusting. I wish there was a way to track like where it's all coming from. You know, like how many people have gotten it from the store? Mm-hmm. How many people have gotten it from touching their phones? But um, where is most of the cases coming from or how they're getting it? Uh, yeah. I, I it's feel from, like it's from people who don't don't obey the rules and they meet up. Yeah. Church church functions, man. That's like where a lot of people are getting it from. Choir practice, everybody's getting it. I saw the list of like highest to lowest like ways of getting it. Obviously, mm-hmm. lowest is staying home and wearing a mask, like or whatever. Staying at home and doing nothing. Being introvert. Yeah. And then the top one was bars, churches, and then like schools. It's amazing. So it I don't is. know what I'm gonna do in August. Or what we're gonna do? It's not up to me. <laughs> it's up to the school board and the CTA. I, I don't know how they're gonna fix that. It's gonna be very interesting. I think this has taught a lot of people that they can do stuff from home or distance learning. I don't know about the school situation. I'm not a teacher. Mm-hmm. You are. Um, it's definitely changed things. I won't say the term "new normal." A friend of mine hates that that term. It's a new normal. I don't know. He hates it. Yeah, but people don't like change. So if you say, oh, it's the changing to this or whatever, I'd rather new normal because then it's like, hey, you have to get used to this. This is how it is now. For now, there might be a new normal. Well, there's always going to be air. The world's changing. I know, but people hate change or are afraid of it. That's true. That's why they argue so much about all this other political stuff. No, that's a good point. You're. You're very astute. All right, moving on to the last one. That was two, very that was very good. Two ears, one mouth. That was very that was you yesterday. It's very deep. <laughs> Ross said he has two ears to hear and one mouth to speak. Therefore he should listen more and speak less. <sighs> moving on to the final topic. Essential oils. Have you uh, ever tried Young Living or Doterra? Just no. for a $40 a month, you can get all the essential oils. By the way, I am an essential oils ambassador. I'm going to sign you up, and you got to assign people up. So, They're all multi-level marketing schemes, man. They're multi-level, multi-level, as in pyramid schemes. They're pyramid-like. They're technically not pyramid schemes. Gotcha. That's a whole other thing because they have a product. Pyramid schemes have a product. Mm. Multi-level marketings have a product. Like the knives? Yes. That all my friends in high school used to sell? Yeah. You know, some of them are fine, um, and some people are okay with it. They're nice, but just You know where you are, but don't think you're going to get rich as, you know, rich as hell out of it. Yeah. Um, essential oils are hot garbage. I like some essential oils. I will go ahead and say it. I'm like you. I like diffusers. Lavender's good. Orange, mint. It kind of helps you breathe a little better. It's a nice smell. I like burning incense, but that's a smoky smell. Yeah. Uh, it's a little bit nicer. You put it on at night. It kind of helps you relax. I Lavender used to be definitely real works. big into incense and the little sticks. 
every time I'd come to Florida, I'd get the little incense things at the, like the surf shops mm-hmm. and then the little, uh, like triangles or the little cones. Those yeah. are fun too. Oh, I just like that, that the smoke coming from, I just like the smell. It's, it's very rich. I always um, liked finding the really cool incense burners too, like the dragon or the, the I, little, you know, guy always holding had, something. I always had the dragon one. Yeah. It was very simple, but I always like, I always, I like, dragons are cool. I always like the Asian dragons and they differ. They're all the same. Yeah. Um, I did a deep dive into that a while ago. It's very interesting. Here's the problem with essential oils. If they were concentrated, they would kill you. <laughs> so people who drink them, the, it's been, and the, even the ones you have, they, they get diluted so much. It's basically water. Yeah. Um, some people take it. They rub it on themselves. Do you know the thieves? You ever heard of that essential oil? Mm-mm. Basically, the story is is that these grave robbers during like the Black Plague were not getting sick, and they were covering themselves in this oil, and it's a thieves' oil. That's the the legend. Okay, uh, that's not true, but what do I know? Uh, <laughs> you know a lot, actually. I'm trying. We're working on it. So that's the quick thing. Essential oils doesn't do anything to stop the coronavirus from happening, or any virus for that matter, or anything. It doesn't do anything. It smells good. It may help you um, relax. Um, there is a study that shows, and I do this. I did this in medical school a lot. You take a little with like, a peppermint or something like that, and you're rubbing your temples, mm. and it kind of helps. And while you're reading, you're smelling, smelling. Right for the test you put on there because smell is a good trigger. It helps you remember yeah. what you were studying. Interesting. Not always a bullet, bulletproof, but <laughs> or foolproof. But I mean, it's whatever you can to help you. Exactly like that one. That gift little you sent me. the little gift. He just <laughs> that was you scooping doing. the book into his head. <laughs> not even reading it. I had saw I had I saw that and I was like, I'm not gonna send it. That just too. And it was yeah. You're like, it's you literally gave me a book yesterday. And what did I do? Got the audio book. Got the audio book. <laughs> <laughs> I am on uh, chapter three though. So I'm very happy. Um, let's talk the worst plagues in history. What do you think the worst plague in history is? The bubonic plague. Yes. Also known. How many people the black plague? Uh huh. Okay. Uh, three hundred thousand people. I'm sorry. What? Three hundred thousand. No. No. Higher or lower? <laughs> Much higher. But 300,000 people is a lot. It is not that many compared to what I'm about to tell you. I need, the you little, I need the I'm little gonna, yodeler from Price is Right right now. So I know. I, I want – give go. me two more guesses. Okay. 1.5 million. More. 30 million people. Way more. Whoa. It was 60% of European population – some estimates say 200 million people died. Jesus. And that was because they didn't bacteria. have essential oils. Ooh, good call. No, they, uh, it was a bacterium and it was transmitted from the fleas off of rats. Oh. And 
interestingly enough, I just found out the Catholic Church hated cats, and they kill off a lot of cats in Europe. And the cat, what do cats do? Kill rats and mm-hmm. mice. So places where wow. uh, they kept cats, they didn't get as bad as Europe because Europe killed all their cats. Yeah, that's where all the black cat, the black cat issue came mm. from. All that. Um, All right. What is what would you ever heard of the Spanish flu? I've heard of it. Okay, that was the influenza H one N one. Oh yeah, swine uh, flu. Yes, same one. Yep. Okay. It did not start in Spain. It started in Kansas. <laughs> the opposite it's, of Spain. Yeah, it was in 18, 1918, right when World War One was going on, and you know you didn't want the enemy to find out that you were having this plague and spain was a neutral party and they started doing it they were kind of reporting it and that's what happened how many people died from the spanish flu um in let's say world war one confined spaces uh let's say 10 million more whoa let's go 100 million good job yay and the big issue was they did not social distance. Yep. Um, large chunks. Uh, I mean, in Italy and Spain, they would have mass and church gatherings. Like the big debate is, you know, are churches essential nowadays for this type of thing? You can do the Zoom meetings. Um, they were told to not have like funeral masses or big masses, and the Catholic priest was like, "Nope, we still doing it." And more and people kind of came out. And the big issue was, um, especially for the bubonic plague, the black plague, was it was believed that, and this one I believe is that, yeah, that if you bathe your, your eyes in the blood of an infected person, you will be cured of it. You'll be protected from it. So that's their, uh, their that's their, like, fake vaccine pretty much yeah but it was the worst instead of working it didn't work it didn't work it was like the worst um one that we hear about that i thought was gonna be huge was ebola yes do you remember the ebola thing i do it kind of came and went real quick Mm-hmm. My theory was like, oh, it's this big deal. It scared people. And then all of a sudden they're like, whoa, wait, we don't know anything about this virus. Let's just stop telling people about it because um, <laughs> we don't know anything about it. They do a lot about it. Um, it's fascinating because there's a lot of stereotypes about Africa that are wrong. Um, a big culture in all of Africa is like, if you see someone that, that's hurt, you kind of protect, you kind of grab them, you take care of them. Uh, Ebola is very hard to get. The problem is you're taking care of that person, you're going to get it. And they basically have to like retrain people, kind of like we're doing it to just, if someone falls down the street and there's blood coming from their eyes, let them die. It leave sucks. It's very, very sad, but you've got to leave them alone. Because what happens is you get it and you'll die from it. Yeah. And they were able to contain it very quickly by kind of going, they shut, they shut it down very quickly. Um, you contain the people who had it and all of them died for the most part. And that was it. Um, and it just kind of showed that they had to change how they live life 
you know, their culture, their thing. Hey, you need to tweak some things. If you want to live, you want your people to live. You got to do this. And it was hard at first because their best interest are going, I got to help my neighbor. I got to help this. Don't let them die. Uh, which is very sad, but it's yeah. for the best. And I feel this is a good example of where we are today. I mean, I don't know. I'd rather wear a mask and stay away from people than to watch my friend and my neighbor like bleed out and die in front of my eyes in yeah. horrible agony. I would be much more. I feel if people knew, like, th- this is your options. You can wear a mask or you can watch your neighbor and friend and family member die. Like that, you by themselves. Yes, and like you don't want, you can't, yeah, because you can't take them to the house, you can't quarantine them, you can't touch them. No, you're gonna get it, and you will die too. It just shows like those are good examples of you know we did where people did not social distance and they got it, and this was a you know this is also one that people were smart enough to catch on what to do because if they hadn't, it would have gone crazy. It is fascinating where you take the steps necessary to fix the problem immediately you will be okay yeah Mm -hmm. well the steps to fix this problem is to keep everything kind of shut down and keep everybody away from each other yeah but we refuse to do that well it's because we're victims of our own um fortunes but i think the big thing with this one is that people just don't want to wait for the vaccine like that's the issue is that how long can we do this we can't sustain this like unemployment uh we can't sustain not having like businesses functioning for a year until we have a vaccine like next summer that's been approved what kills me is more stuff could be open if people did all the proper things right away can't They can't. Um, Yeah, just be smart. All right. What did you learn today in the virus myths, Ross? Um, That viruses don't need bacteria to be able to, like, attach to the blood cells. Mm -hmm. Um, That there's a difference between RNA and DNA when it comes to viruses. Uh, And that doesn't thrive in a cold environment and that it doesn't like gonna give you the virus quicker and more uh more efficiently in the cold weather um that the only reason why people really got it you know when it's cold out is because they're in close proximity to each other rather than it being cold outside so i thought that was really fascinating that Mm -hmm. it's such a simple simple like reason why that's happening yeah but people just blame it on the cold because they think it's just the cold what's the correlation is um yeah you know if the rooster crows and the sun comes up did the rooster make the sun come up oh yeah it's coincidence i guess Mm -hmm. is what they are trying to consider it um and that essential oils don't work but i think we kind of all knew that if we all knew that there wouldn't be a bit of a market for it, okay. True. What does sage do? It cures of the demons and the spirits. Yep, gets rid of the spirits. Um, so, and that's cultural appropriation of the Native Americans. Um, the, uh, the 
Samoans do it though. Well, like the you know, yeah, a lot of you know, First Nations type of people that yeah. you know, non white people. So the white people doing it's kind of campy. Yeah. yeah, that's a great word, campy. Um that's a wonderful word. Uh, I will tell you my main thought process on why people do essential oils is control. It is an easy fix that they think if I just do this, I'll be okay. You think it has the placebo effect? I think so. I think it, but it's the placebo effect, but it's also the control effect. Um, you know, a lot of people um, want to eat certain types of food or not, or they look for certain things and they go, well, you can't have this. You can't have that because they, if I said, if you eat this food or rub this oil on your face, you'll never get cancer. You're going to do it. And they think that if they do it, it's going to happen. It's a control issue. Yeah. Versus if I say, you know what? It doesn't matter. You're genetically predisposed to some type of, you know, mutation in your own body, giving you cancer. What it is, we don't know what you do is your family history of stuff. Um, that's a lot scarier than kind of going, if you do this thing, you'll be okay. Have you ever had a patient be like, if I rub some essential oils on it, will it get better? Oh yeah. All the time. I've been I'm putting, I've been putting, um, ah, oh, what do they use? Ah, I just drew a blank, but yeah, there's one they use for like pain. Um, and you try to explain like, you know, well, now, I, I used to try to try explain them. Now it's going to go, cool, use that in conjunction with this. Mm. It's got to be like yeah. menthol because isn't that what's in like Biofreeze? And yeah, but it's not menthol. It's too obvious. Ah, if I remember, I'll post on Instagram. It's going to drive me crazy. That's something that amazes me. And it could be the true or not, but we that could be another medical thing too is sports medicine mm-hmm. like i find fascinating like kt tape mm-hmm. like how does that shit work or you don't have to tell me i these are just questions in my main also like yeah. biofreeze and icy hot you rub it on your skin your skin absorbs it and then you're magically like muscles are better that yeah blows my mind i find it hoaxy but somehow it makes it a little bit better or the copper sleeves or um what's the other one the, the, the bracelet one where you push push you over you put it on brace? and <gasps> you see the the, the the copper bracelet they get they, they get the oh, watch bracelet they push, bracelet. You, they okay, push yeah. you over and then it's like oh yeah or you put your hands out yeah. and they tilt you yes the exactly. other one is, yeah, exactly uh, the one i use when i play golf recently is that uh one that kind of keeps my tennis elbow in place but that's actually something you use I know, an, and I'm using a, it, but I'm wondering like why that makes a difference. So there we go, another one. Okay, Sports perfect. What you tell me about your seltzer? What do you think about your seltzer? Oh yeah, um, I've been drinking a lot of seltzers lately. Mm-hmm. This is probably the best one I've ever had. It tastes like orange soda. It tastes like Fanta orange soda, but like carbonated, like super super carbonated Fanta. Like you can tell it's sparkling, like not sparkling, but like more carbonated water than like fanta but Mm -hmm. it it has the it has it's super flavorful so i think it's definitely probably one of my favorite ones if not my favorite one um so they did a really good job i'm excited to try the other ones i think they have like lime and awesome um mango 
I am not an IPA guy, but this is very good. It's very balanced. And seven carbs, I'll drink it. So if I want something a little bit different than a seltzer or Mick Ultra, yeah, I'll drink it. I'm down for that. I'm a fan. If you like IPAs, try it's a little bit lighter, it's better. Um, you know, a lot of IPAs, if it gets a little warmer, it gets very skunky. This one mm. was good. I was very happy with it. Um, this was a great one. It's been a little while since we recorded. Uh, yeah. I have a couple more coming up in my brain, so we'll be getting them out sooner. I'm very excited. Um, Next time we record, I might be in Louisiana. Oh, that'd be pretty cool. Even further distancing. Um, if you have any like virus myth that you heard, post it on Instagram. I'm curious to see to what, hear it. what yeah. yeah, what you were told. Um, and then we'll see if any of it's based in truth. Yeah, follow us on Instagram, guys. Uh, Legends and Libations podcast. Um, and then uh, make sure you give us a like and a follow. And uh, can't wait to hear from you. Keep on listening, guys. And try out the 